and I'm listening. I'm just like, oh man, always, but it's not always. Obviously, they're breaking up. They're getting divorced. It's not always. What the hell? <laughs> right. <laughs> that was how I saw this song for a really long time. Like I would listen. It's weird because like you're in the middle of this like grieving and mourning. Why should I be listening to a song that is bringing up all of this hurts, right? And remembering, right. reminding me of those times, reminding me of you know my marriage. Why am I doing that? I think it kind of helps me really get into the grief, you know, because I grieved. I think I cried every day for a whole year, maybe a year and a half. I cried every day. All right. Hello and welcome to another episode of Music and Nostalgia. I am so excited to be back with you. It is I, your host, Dakwa Peters, and we're here for another incredible episode. I'm really excited today, though. Like, like I'm always excited, but I'm really excited today because um, my friend, um, a, a pro podcaster, I'm not even going to say another podcaster, uh, is actually on the show today. Um, I was fortunate to be on her podcast. Ooh, it feels like eons ago. Um, but now here we are. I get to have her on the show, get to hear some of her stories. Um, she's a mom. She's a superstar. She does a lot. Like she's got like several lives that she does with her partners on, on Instagram. She does a lot. But anyway, let me bring to you right now the queen of mommy oyoyo huh, which name do i should i give them the name name <laughs> my girl berry dakara right you know i have so many names that we can call but we'll just say amaka for you guys don't have the rest of you can call her anita yes thank you yes <laughs> welcome to the show thank you very much tolu Oh, see. <laughs> yeah, see, you guys are learning about me today. Like we 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 getting information out here. What's going right. on? Not a whole lot. I'm very, very excited to be here. Very excited to be here. Man, like I, you know, so let me let me talk about myself real quick. Like I when I got on her show, what was that like 2019, 2020? I don't remember. 2020. 2020. Mm -hmm. Um I was a guest. I didn't even know my Instagram handle. She was like, so where can we find you? Like I was all over the place. And I said that I wanted to be, I wanted to start a podcast because I've been thinking about it for a little over a year at that point. And she was like, come on. And and periodically you would check on me and be like, yo, Dap, like how far? Like, or it's not Dap, Tolu, how far? Like, when are we doing this podcast that you've been talking about? And I finally pulled the trigger a few weeks ago and here we are and i had to get you on the show um man i i have so many let me introduce the song first right so the song that um we're going to at least kick off this episode with is uh by marcia ambrosius and anthony hamilton some of you guys are already like "Ooh, i think i know what it is and this song is as some of you may not know it, may not be familiar because I didn't know it or I didn't know that I knew it until I I heard it. And I was like, wait a minute, this is Stevie Wonder. I'll be loving you always. Right. Um, yeah. But they have such a magical and magnificent touch to this song that 
Ooh, it's mm, chef's kiss. It's a beautiful, beautiful song. Yeah. Um, let me ask you a question so that we can, we kind of, let's kind of start here, right? Um, let's say if this song was your dream car, right? Yeah. And it was taking you on a trip. Where would it take you and tell us kind of what that journey is like? Like, so tell us the memories that's attached to this song and, you know, just some of the things that speak to you when you hear the song, because I mean, those are two fantastically talented artists that I got, I got to do a personal episode on one or both of them. So give us what you got. Okay. So, um, the way you phrase the question, when you first said your dream car, I'm like the worst person to talk to about cars because I barely know what kind of car I'm driving. Barely. I'm not even joking. I went to Costco the other, I think sometime last year to change my tires. And they're like, what kind of car do you have? I was like, it's gray. And I know it's a Toyota. Hmm. And they're like, seriously? I'm like, listen, I don't know cars. Okay, that's just me. My daughter, who's four and a half years old, does better with cars than I do. Wow. But um, I will share my history with my story with the song about yeah. the song. So let's go back to 2013. I had gotten engaged and we were planning our wedding. Uh, we got engaged on my birthday in 2013 which is a whole nother story because I practically begged this man, please do not propose to me on my birthday. I'm begging you with my life. Mm. And he proposed to me on my birthday, but whatever. Anyways, we start planning the wedding. Um, I am not the most decisive person when it comes to events, right? For me, it's okay. just whatever happens, happens. I don't care. Mm -hmm. is everybody having fun is there food is there music are there drinks right i don't care right mm -hmm. the only things i really cared about for my wedding were i think it was my dress uh photography that i was getting married on a beach which i did i got married on the beach in lagos which at the time was very like <gasps> what how can you do that right yeah. um but then like i think a month to the wedding my fiance and I still didn't know what song we were going to dance to, hmm. right? Okay. And like he would throw out some suggestions. No, I don't like those ones. I throw out some suggestions. No, I don't like those ones. I think I actually suggested there's this one Michael Jackson song that, like, whenever I said, you know, I don't mind dancing to a Michael Jackson song for my wedding. Everyone would look at me like, what is wrong with you? How can you dance to Michael Jackson at your wedding? But listen to I Just Can't Stop Loving You. It's such a beautiful song. And I love Michael Jackson so much. You know this. You know this. Yes, you know. yes. We, we are together on this. Thank you. I Just Can't Stop Loving You is a beautiful song. And I, brought, I asked him repeatedly and he said, no, he was not doing Michael Jackson. Okay, whatever. Then one evening we are at his place and we're watching this movie, um, The Best Man Part Two, which you said is Best Man Holiday. Okay, it's just Best Man Part Two. Okay, okay, that's how we say it. Okay. Yeah, we agree on that. <laughs> anyway, we're watching the movie, and in it, Morris Chestnut's um, character he has a wife and she has cancer. 
in the movie. And towards, I want to say it's towards the end of the movie. Because to be honest, I don't remember the movie. Okay. I really don't remember the movie. I only just remember that. And spoiler alert, if you have not watched the movie, I apologize in advance. But also, I'm not really sorry because you've had all this time to watch the movie. I mean, come on. And you have not watched it. It's not my fault. It's your anyway, fault, yeah. yeah. It's not my fault. Anyway, she dies in the movie. Okay. Okay. I think I remember and, that. Right. So she dies in the movie. And during her funeral scene, this song comes on. Oh. Martin Ambrosius and Anthony Hamilton. And the song starts and I'm like, wait, I know this melody. I know this song. Isn't it? Hey, like, did they remix Stevie Wonder's Always? Mm. Oh my goodness, they did. But this sounds so much different. Like, it sounds the same, but it sounds so different. Like, this has just, yes, Stevie Wonder has like soul and the movement and the music and everything. But this one is just like, powerful like what yeah. is this you know and without me even needing to say anything uh-huh. i looked at my fiance he looked at me and we just knew this is our song it was that moment it was that like we just knew there was no argument there was nothing it was just this is our song mm. and that's what we proceeded to dance to on our wedding day it was so moving that after the wedding my mc was like anita what was that song because it was just so emotional for me like anita i i cried i cried when i watched you guys and i'm like really like listen i chose the best song i just chose this (laughs) that is excellent wow so um so the movie i mean it's unfortunate the scene that it was used in but it's amazing that right. it had you centered enough to pay attention. Because, you know, if so much else is going on, you might not hear it because you're trying to pay attention to all the other moving parts. But it sounds like that was a scene that kind of just anchored this, the scene in the movie so that you heard the song and it really spoke to the journey. So that's quite impressive that you uh, you found that. I didn't even know. First off, I didn't know that song was that old. Um, it is that old. <laughs> Yeah, like, and 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 secondly, and I know there are people judging me like, how do you not know? How do you not know? But secondly, um, I'm also impressed that you guys, a month to the wedding, you guys were were actually hashing it out. Um, little, 2013 is when I got married. Um, um, actually, a few days before your birthday, because, you know, we share a birthday weekend. Yeah. Um, we're a day apart, right? Um, so w- w- what, what happened? Um, we chose our song like the hour the reception started what yeah and and it wasn't even and i say we chose our song but we didn't because we had picked so many so many other things like we picked what she was going to dance to what song we're going to walk she was going to walk into at the at the ceremony and all the songs we walk out to but for some reason we never thought about the song that we were going to dance to. Like we, we, we picked out a few songs. I remember we made some playlists. Like right now, if you go to my YouTube account, I have uh, some songs that's like, I think I created a playlist like I do, where we were, we were pulling songs like, okay, maybe we'll find something that we'll utilize or some other playlist. I don't remember. And we never went back to it. So um, I remember it was one of the planners. She came up to me. She said, you guys still don't have a song 
to dance to. I was like, what do you mean? We, and she, and so she's like, okay, do you have any ideas? I was like, no. And so literally, cause we were about to enter, you know, and you know how it's Nigerians, we have to like introduce every member of the, the wedding party and then walk, walk in. And we ended up picking like they, so they picked one of the songs that was on the wedding website because they were like, this is nice. I was like, okay, sure, sure. Okay, good. And then I go in, dance in uh, with my wife. And and then when it was time for us to dance and the song comes on and I hear it, I was like, oh. <laughs> I mean, like, I like the song because I love uh, Boys to Men, but I was not prepared for that. So it, it, it didn't register. Like the song she danced, I remember, I don't even remember the name of the song, but the song she danced to with her brother because her father's passed away. Mm -hmm. um oh my gosh like there wasn't a dry eye in in the in the so you know and i bawled out when when she walked into the ceremony from just the listening to the song and everything so that one was i was like oh man i was a little deflated so i'm so glad that you guys actually worked through that process to like you know to pick a song i i would i would have been okay with the michael jackson song though so I will tell you something. Yes, we knew our song ahead of time, but we didn't know the order of events. And a friend of his generously um, gifted us the programs oh. for our wedding. Okay. And up to the week of our wedding, we hadn't given him the program <laughs> list, like the list, the agenda. We hadn't given him. <laughs> the week of the wedding you know so um i think like maybe a couple of days before i mean things it's nigeria right so you can yeah. just do things rush rush whatever so i think it was maybe like three or four days to the wedding ceremony that we gave him the program list right and he got them done however the programs were delivered like at the end of the reception so we kind of didn't need it yeah and yeah okay. our wedding was like just it was almost like madness because the mc came and he's like um so where's the program i was like uh yeah we don't have one <laughs> we don't have one and he's like what i'm like listen just do go to the floor whatever you want just go to the floor i don't really care wow just, i don't care that, you know that guy was and promoting himself the whole time listen no he had a blast and afterwards you know when he was telling me about crying during the song and everything he was like i have to say this is one of like the best weddings i've ever been to because there was like it was not rigid you know yeah. it was just hey we're going with the slug you guys feel like dancing now okay let's go and dance you guys want to eat now yeah let's go and eat. you want to have the speeches now sure let's go and do that like it was just whatever happens happens and everyone had so much fun that's um cool. I should, I guess, maybe um, give a plot twist now. You already know, because yeah. you're my friend, but people who are listening, um, last week, Friday, we're in January. This is what, January 20th. Last okay. week, Friday, I got the um, notice from my lawyer that our divorce had been finalized. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, so our divorce is finalized. And when Tolun Dako asked me um, to be on the podcast and asked what song I wanted to talk about, 
Yeah. Um, yeah. This was the song I want to talk about. My wedding song, which I guess might be weird to some people because why do I want to talk about my wedding song when I've just gotten divorced? Right. Well, because it was just such an impactful song to me. Yeah. I remember yeah. when I first moved back to Nigeria to do NYSC and um i started blogging that's how this whole content creation and podcast and all this thing started i, I, anyway. I was coming to that so i'm so glad you mentioned that <laughs> what, what do so, you remember what year you moved back to nigeria i moved back 2011 right after my sister's wedding okay yeah and the plan was to just go for nysc which is a one-year program um where you know like we give back to the community and work gain work experience as well and by the end of that year, and I and, had, and just a second. So NYSE for the uninitiated is Ni- Nigerian Youth Corp Services, correct? Nigerian Youth Service Corps. Service Corps, yeah, correct. Service Corps. Service Corps, yeah. And it's a program that you complete after you're done with college, your first degree. As long as you complete college before you are 30 years old. Right. Yeah, because people, well, it's back then there was this misconception that well, I'll just go, I'll just wait until I'm thirty years old, and then I don't have to do it anymore. No, um, I think we had like some fifty-year-old people in my NYS account. <laughs> they compare their yeah, before thirties, don't they? Yeah. Right. So I was in Nigeria towards the tail end of my NYSC year. I got a job offer. I had met my now ex-husband. Mm-hmm. Right. So decided to stay back in Nigeria. And when I started NYSC was when I started blogging because I wanted my family and friends outside Nigeria to kind of experience NYSC with me. And I was an Ajebota, which in layman's terms, I was a privileged child. Yeah. <laughs> I was very privileged. I will, I will. Right? We, we were. It's all good. Right. <laughs> So I wanted us privileged people to know what the requirements were to go through NYSC and what the experience was like. Yeah. And after my one year, I started my own personal blog, verydakara.com. And I remember a blog post where I talked about, I think something like things you shouldn't do with an ex or something. And I remember mentioning that, um, you shouldn't call people by nicknames because if you break up with them, then this name is just going to be stuck in your head forever. And oh, you really shouldn't um, assert, you shouldn't assign songs to even special songs to anybody you're dating because when you guys break up, you can't ever listen to that song again. So don't ever assign any songs to anybody. I will tell you at that point, I don't think I hadn't dated in like six years. I hadn't had a boyfriend ah. in six years. So it was very easy for me to say that, of right? So we get married. I, you know, I'm dating this guy. We get engaged. We get married. Everything, and then our marriage starts to pack up. And I remember one day just thinking, like, but this song though, this song talks about loving the other person always, right. like always. Like I'll stop loving you when the you know when the sun goes in the opposite direction i'll stop loving you when this and that you know and i would listen to the song right in the throes of 
my marriage disintegrating, I would listen to the song and mm-hmm. cry my entire life away. God, I cried and cried and cried. And I'll put the song on and I'm listening. I'm just like, oh, man. <laughs> always, but it's not always. Obviously, we're breaking up. We're getting divorced. It's not always. What the hell? <laughs> right? <laughs> that was how I saw the song for a really long time. Like, I would listen. It's weird because, like, you're in the middle of this, like, grieving and mourning. Why should I be listening to a song that is bringing up all of this hurt, right? And remembering, right. reminding me of those times, reminding me of, you know, my marriage. Why am I doing that? I think it kind of helps me really get into the grief, you know, because I grieved. I think I cried every day for a whole year, maybe a year and a half. I cried every day. So did you Every feel like single. did you feel like listening to the song um, was not necessarily therapeutic, but uh, at least reminding you of some of the good times, um, or what do you um, think it did for you? No, it didn't remind me of the good times because there was a period where I didn't feel like we ever had any good times. Mm. And I think sometimes that happens when you're going through a divorce, right? right? Is that you can't remember the good times. All you're seeing is just the negativity because that's kind of why you have gotten to this point is the negativity, Mm -hmm. right? It was only when I looked at pictures, like old pictures, I'm like, oh, we were happy at some point. Like we were friends at some point, you know? And like, I remember listening to this song, I'm like, did we not love each other? I feel like we loved each other, you know, at some point. So like, how can we get to this point where we almost practically hate each other, right? Right. Um, but I also remember, I think after, like going through the grieving process, there was a point where I guess I accepted that my marriage was over because I tried to work things out and everything. Mm-hmm. It just didn't happen. But I think I got to a point where I accepted that the marriage was over but then i'm thinking about this song i'm like i associate this song with this man but this song is just too beautiful so because we got divorced i will not listen to masha and, and anthony again <laughs> because me and him we are over i'll not listen to this beautiful song again it's a yeah. lie it's a lie so I will tell you that maybe once a month or so, just when I'm feeling, you know, just in the mood, I'll listen to the song and it's just, the song is just too beautiful. The way at the end of it, the way Marsha and Anthony's voice, like the way they're singing always, right? To each other, it's just like, oh my God, it's too beautiful. Yeah. I'm sorry. Like, you know, yeah, I'm sorry that we got divorced and everything, but I cannot sacrifice. I cannot give up the song because of you. I can't. You so know, that's right. That that's That's amazing because... I think I've been trying to find the words to formulate the idea um, around the reassignment of a meaning to songs, right? You know, like we have songs that can have multiple layers. Um, and it, when 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 I hear certain songs, like, like I did a song, uh, I did an episode where there was the hurt that came in between the song. And then two weeks later, I'm back in love with somebody else. I reassigned the feeling and the meaning around that song. So I love that um, it's not something I was speculating on or imagining. 
Uh, but it was intentional for you too. It wasn't just one of those things where it's like you started listening to it enough and then you're like, okay, I think it's been reassigned. You were very intentional for you to say at least once a month you'd find yourself listening to it, right? Yeah. Yeah, Because and, and, it's just a beautiful song and why not? Absolutely, absolutely. And I love the fact that you can you can you can hold it and how do you hold that song now or what do you assign the song to now because um at some point you broke it from the narrative of oh that was our wedding song and that really we were supposed to be this always forever type story like how have you reassigned the song now like what's a story that the links is it coco which by the way for everybody listening that's her daughter's nickname so um um coco is it assigned to coco is it assigned to just your relationship with your family your circle like how have you reassigned that song do you have any stories for that i haven't reassigned it okay i've just decided that it's simply a very beautiful song and because it's beautiful because i loved it then and yeah. i will just continue loving it for what it is nice i don't need to have it tied to anybody in particular yeah i just i guess maybe i tied it to myself and that's important maybe. though yeah yeah that's important because it the, the love for ourselves like at least if we can stand loving ourselves at the highest level we're free to love again or or accept love or even be welcome to other people's stories of love so i love i love that that's that's huge um uh, here's a question for you um mm -hmm of all of your of all of your time since the the whole process of going through the divorce and everything um have you found what are some songs that's kind of lifted you up or like songs that maybe have spoken to you if there if there isn't it all you know it doesn't have to be like you didn't reassign this one you just kind of kind of cut the the direct connection to it but are there any songs that you have to like almost supplement to say okay let me think in a different space when i think of this man because obviously when things are going wrong like you said all the negativity you're probably not in a state where when you think of him or see him like you say hey buddy you know like you're not having any of that so like are there any songs that you had to like say okay let me i still have a daughter that i we have to a co-parent like are there any any songs that you kind of say okay let me use this to kind of clear the air for myself um not particularly but um sometimes i listen to some gospel songs yeah um that kind of shifts my spirit shifts my thinking um i think that when the marriage started imploding and i mean imploding like nuclear bomb right oh. um there's this song uh gosh what's her name Tasha Cobbs and Kira Shepard. Is that her name? Um, God, I can't remember her. I feel like that's their name. Those are their names. Yeah. Um, it's called, I think it's called Not By Spirit or something like that. Um, I, I know what you're talking about, but let me not dare yeah. try singing something. Huh? I said, let me not dare try and sing something. Okay, yes, please don't. And also, yeah, I'm not going to yeah. try let's, either. Let's, let's not spoil markets. <laughs> um but that song um not by spirit not by might like it's by the i mean not by might not by power um by your spirit god by your spirit god right that's yeah. the song yeah that, that um, that's what i was so thinking. not by might not by power right mm -hmm. it's by your spirit 
And there was a time where um, during the whole grieving process, I couldn't in my own strength or power move. Mm -hmm. I just couldn't. It was, God, if you do not help me, yeah. I feel like I'm going to die. If your spirit is not pushing me forward, I think I would almost rather die. And I did have, there were a couple of times where I felt like, you know what? I think I'd rather die than live with this kind of pain. Mm. It's hard to admit, but I, I, had, I had a couple of those times. Right. Um, but that song to me was very uplifting. And I probably listened to it like five million times. <laughs> right. Not for you an got their screams up. Right. <laughs> and, look, and that's what I've done for Encanto. For we don't talk about Bruno. That's what I've done this year. That's my good deed for the year. <laughs> I, 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 I was just about to say yeah, but I haven't I haven't I haven't seen that whole movie yet. So let me let me, let me get my life together. My look, Tinu has played that thing like, but every time she plays it, I'm already sleepy and I fall asleep. So um, I'm 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 failing in my movie department and I love Disney movies so I will fix that don't worry um, I'm trying to decide if we're going to still remain friends because I'm not that be. we have to be we have to be your your birthday is attached to mine so we have to, we have to <laughs> so let me ask you this what has been the um what has been the hardest part of divorce for you like that whole process obviously that feeling that you mentioned is that was that the hardest part of divorce for you um or what would you what would you say um some of the hard I, I i i don't know that one thing has been the hardest thing there have been a lot of hard things right um one of the biggest ones was knowing that my daughter would be growing up in a home that was they say broken but it's not because she has me she has my parents we all right. live in our house together she knows her dad loves her so her home is not broken right, right? Mm -hmm. but i had we had tried to conceive for two years yeah. before we we're able to finally conceive mm -hmm. and like i talked about it openly on my blog on youtube and everything and there are lots of people around the world who are praying for us yeah. and then we finally get pregnant and we are breaking up mm -hmm. and it's like we so we are really bringing this child in, this child that we prayed for, this child that we suffered for. Right. We are now bringing her in for us to split up. Like, are you kidding me? You've got to be kidding me. So for me, that was hard. Like, I would really just sit down and cry and think about, oh, my God, my child is going to grow up in a home that her parents are not together. Because literally, yeah. like, I almost hate to admit it, but we were even fighting in the hospital before I left after giving birth. We were fighting in the hospital. That's how bad things were. Things were really, really bad. Um, so, like moving past that, thank you. Moving past that, that was really difficult. But then, like I, a friend of mine and I have, have talked about, going through a divorce is like death. It's like going through death because it's the death of the life that you planned with this other person is the yeah. death of the dreams that you have with this person like we had planned that we would have two children and it was going to be a girl first and then a boy 
next. And we had a, a name picked out for who our son was going to be. Right. And I remember crying sometimes like, so you're telling me that this, our son, Astra, like he's not going to exist. Like, mm. what is this? What is this? You know? And then there's the, the thing of, you know, thinking back to yourself, like, did I make such, like, was I, was I stupid in marrying this person? And I'm sure the other person is thinking the same thing about me, right? Like, right. I will never, ever purport to be like, oh, I'm the innocent party here or whatever. We're both guilty, you know? But thinking back, like, should I have made this choice? Maybe I should never have married this person. Maybe I should have waited for somebody else. Maybe, you know, it's just a bunch of maybe, maybe. And it's just, listen, life happened. Right. Life happened. I can't go back to 2012 when I met him and say, no, I don't, I want to unmeet him. I can't unmeet him. I can't unmarry him. I can't unhave a child with him. I can't do any of that. It's just, okay, well, how do we move forward yeah. now? Thankfully, our co-parenting relationship has gotten much better than it used to be. It is terrible, terrible. But mm. things are uh, much better now. They're not where I want them to be, but right. they're much better yeah. now. So, yeah, I had some very, very hard times, but, you know, you, you know, I, I love your, um, sorry for cutting you off a little bit. I love what your uh, podcast has done in your blog because it, it has done what's counter to the traditional Nigerian habits, like telling what's going on and trying to conceive and and difficulty in marriage and divorce. Like, because you know, in 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 the Nigerian circles, like all of that is automatically your fault. Like, it doesn't matter yeah. what he's done, but in in that in that space, it's always automatically like, what did you do to him? Like, why didn't you let him? You know, like all of those things automatically become the narrative and it's unfortunate it's disturbing um but I, i'm so glad that one i i know some of your su support like so you got good good people around you right? i you do got great I do. love right like you did you did a uh was it a a reel i think it was a reel the other day where you're like who's 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 your family or who's your community who's your village who's your village oh yeah yeah village people right and and like you're and as i'm looking i was like you know it's crazy because i I identify like I count myself as part of that village too, you know. I'm of village. So you know, it's like so. I'm looking at the list, and and for me, it's like I can actually list off some of those names as you're going through that because again, that's your your community. And one of the things that I really try to touch on here is about community because a lot of times we experience things in life and we think that we're the only one. And back to why I love your podcast because it actually touches on things that a lot of people might think they were the only ones dealing with. Um, when you, when you talked about diff difficulties conceiving you, I mean, just to hear about people saying you liberated me in helping me realize that it wasn't just me and with prayer and faith and continuous consistent journey towards the goal that you can eventually get there. And God bless you guys with Coco. Like, you know, no matter what happened between the two of you, that if nothing else, is a is a beautiful anchor that there was oh, yeah. good that was happening. No, she, she's before. she's for sure a blessing. So like the biggest miracle of my life. He's hilarious miracle. too. 
Yeah, she is funny. <laughs> I, saw, I saw I saw the video the other day of her on the computer pretending to be you or something. I was like, Lord, so at least we don't have to ask what mommy does uh, for work because we see her. <laughs> like, I literally do. I was working at Typer and then I looked at her and there she is like on her own little computer. Thank you. I was like, oh God, I have to capture this on video. I just have to. And then right after um she was done working she made sure to come and tell me that, that mommy you know you're not the boss of me right i'm the boss of me and wow. i'm like okay Let it I be can't, don't you remember when you said because her cousin had told her that she was the boss of coco mm -hmm. and coco came to tell me i was like no coco nobody's the boss of you you're the boss of yourself so <laughs> that came back to haunt me and now she tells me every day that i'm not her boss listen and learn mommy now you I know. will. <laughs> so um, I will say I, I do want to go to something you mentioned earlier in the uh, in the chat here. You said something about going to Nigeria and, and doing NYSC. Uh, can I tell you that that was to me considered one of the bravest things um, ever, right? Because when when did you come to the states? Do you remember what year? Nineteen ninety seven. Okay. 97. So you came a year after me. I came in, in 96, well, December of 95. So 96. Um, and so after being here for that stretch of time, for me, I'll just be real. I was already the Ajebo, like I was the Ajebota of all Ajebotas, you know, I didn't even, I didn't even go to hard life uh, boarding school or anything like that. I went to Hillcrest and Joss, you know, like huh, the life. So coming from that and then coming to the States and then going back to Nigeria for me was like, I was like, I'm, I've already been for years, been told by Nigerians that I was meeting because we met, we, we didn't even talk about how we met. Right. But we met through the Nigerian reunion events. Right. I don't even remember yeah. where, I don't know how we like gelled and became like parties. Like, I don't remember the specifics, but I just remember that every year we would seek each other out. I'd be like, if I don't see Anita at the time. And then, you know, once I was welcomed, then it was, I don't even see, if I don't see Amaka this year, there's a problem. All right. How we just kind of like merged into this friendship that now going on probably like 15, 16 years or whatever it is. Yeah. Yeah. I think we're actually, we might be coming up for 20 years in the next couple of years. Yeah. So I, I, and that's how, so that's how we met. And I remember meeting people at the reunion and some of them who had been here longer than me in the states at that time would be like oh you're so american and i'd be like oh gosh i can't even be like an ajebo i was now american like they weren't even saying i was part nigerian i was like geez so when you went back to nigeria i was so inspired to follow your your blog for that reason um so that i could at least say okay i know somebody else that's been here in the states as just as long as me and you know going back to nigeria and, and didn't die you know like you could survive right um, so that for me, that was massive. And I don't know if you know that for me was liberating that it's like, I can eventually go to Nigeria and find my way and survive. And, and I've been able to now go, even though I'm not there permanently, I'm there quite often, but part of it, it was like folks like you that decided I'm going to go touch, touch, touch base at home and not just do Christmas, which is, you know, that's right. The that's the standard thing for me. Right. The reason why I even moved back was. I wanted to experience Nigeria as an adult. Like I knew Nigeria as a child, you know, and right. sheltered and everything. I wanted to be 
in Nigeria as an adult and navigating. I almost want to say my own way, but of course, daddy was helping me too. <laughs> of course, you know, hard life. You have to, you have yeah, to. But to I wanted that experience to know what Nigeria was like as, a, as an adult. And I loved it. I enjoyed myself while I was there. I wouldn't I go back. Tell. I was yeah. even envying you like, maybe me too, I should go. Like, let me, let me you know what's that. funny? A lot of people here didn't realize when I moved back to the States. A lot of people, like as late as last year, people were hmm. still asking me, like, ah, are you visiting? I'm like, what do you mean? I've been back in the US since 2016. <laughs> they're, they're not special. They're not special I, on, on the inside like some of us. Mm. Yeah, not. And also, they're not paying attention <laughs> because I've been, I'm very focused about <laughs> my life. I, like my dad says, I tend to overshare. Um, Oh, I have a little tidbit, yeah? So, yeah. you know how I'm talking about, you know, the the, the song with Marsha and Anthony, and um, it, the song was tied to my marriage and all of that. Yeah. It's funny that I was able to cut that song away from my ex-husband. Yeah. There are yeah. some songs with a couple of exes that I will not listen to to this day. Wow. <laughs> because... Those songs remind me of those exercises. Like, I don't even want to touch it. I don't want to touch it. That's just not even. Because the minute those songs come on, it's like, <gasps> I'm going back to those relationships. Now, when I listen to Marsha and Anthony, I'm not thinking about my ex husband. Yeah. I'm really not. It's just, I'm listening to a song that I love that's beautiful. But there are other songs that will come on and immediately I'm thinking about this person. I'm thinking about that person. And you know, that that's that's actually quite amazing because that's selective in a sense because you could have found a way on those other songs, but there's also a different tie between the exes, ex-boyfriends and mm -hmm. ex-husband. So, you know, there was, there was depth to this and you really did the, you had to be intentional and did the work to oh yeah shift. and the song was so beautiful it was like ah will i waste this song on on this guy because you know so that's i love if you that. know what he's a lovely guy other people can have whatever songs they want to have for him so this one <laughs> is mine i'm taking custody of the song okay <laughs> i'm taking custody of the song let's put it that way you're right <laughs> it's your song now that's good stuff right. so um are there any songs Coco related? Because that's not that's not um, uh, about Bruno. Or don't Lord, let me not even talk about that movie because I'm spoiling the name now. But are there don't any Coco songs? There are no Coco songs. However, okay, okay, my child knows the first few lines to "Buy Me a Drink" by T Pain. <laughs> because right she knows the first and i didn't even even click to me until the day she sang the words back to me because i would always like when i see her I'm like baby girl what's your name let me talk to you let me buy you a drink for me the first thing i'm singing is baby girl but then once i sing baby girl i have to sing the rest of it and then one day i sang baby girl what's your name let me talk to you and she goes let me buy you a drink <laughs> three right. years old 
What what drink? What drink? Like, what do you know about drinks? What do you know about drinks? <laughs> now I know what song to sing to her the next time we see each other. I'm, I'm gonna just go in and be like, baby girl. And leave she'll, it for listen, her. If she hears that song anywhere, she'll stop yeah. like, <laughs> it, like, how do you know this song? This is my mommy and me song. What are you doing? Right. Okay. So that's that's her song for you. Like that's that's, that's my song for her. Yeah, right, right. that's dope. Okay. At least now I know. I'm I'm gonna go, I'm blast that song the next time I come to your village. Because you people are far. Yeah. Well, no, you are the one in the village. I'm no, sorry. No, sorry. I'm in Georgia. You're in what? Is it Alabama or Tennessee? Because Tennessee, but also no, because like <laughs> you're like in the boondock. Like I don't even like you live like on a farm or something. I remember. Oh man, like I remember when I used to come to your side at that time. Like you guys didn't have any malls. You didn't have <laughs> any stores of significant near you. You people had. You would be like, we're going to the city. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. I, remember, what, I don't remember what birthday it was, but I came, um, joined you guys at the uh, Mediterranean restaurant or something the like Persian that. Persian restaurant. That Persian was restaurant. Really, oh my that goodness. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. Like you, you've always like you've always had a live crew around you, so we knew it was about to be lit. It was a lituation. So we had like a good time. And so it's it's crazy to go out that far. And now you people have stores and you have gas stations and you have street <laughs> lights yeah, and things like that. that. We had all those things before. Those <laughs> things. Whatever. Or whatever. We didn't we didn't see it. Like it wasn't available to regular people. You people we knew need the corner. You see in the future. You need to see beyond. Yeah, clearly, clearly. Clearly. So let me ask you about Mommy Yo 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 a little bit. Um because Mommy Yo Yo is not only a podcast. Do you have like a blog attached to it still? Are you still blogging? Like, what's what do you have around your podcast right now? So it's really just the podcast right now. There is a blog and post. It's really just where I put my show notes on. Okay. Um, I started Mommy Yo in 2019, I believe, after thinking about starting this podcast for like eight months and not doing anything. I was telling everyone, like, oh, I want to start a podcast, I want to start a podcast. And the reason why I wanted to, so Mommy Oyoyo is a phrase that um, the local kids in Nigeria, like when their moms come home from work or from going to the market or running errands or whatever, just Mommy Oyoyo, Mommy Oyoyo. So I wanted that aspect because I wanted to have a podcast about motherhood, Yeah. but I wanted it to be from an African voice. I enjoyed listening to podcasts. And at the time I'm hearing, like I was hearing a lot of podcasts about motherhood, but not from someone like me. Yeah. It was all, you know, the Caucasians or like the African-Americans. Yeah. And I wanted to be able to tell our own stories as African women, as African mothers. Right. I saw that there was a gap and decided, you know what? I'll be the one to do that. I don't mind sharing my stories and sharing my experiences 
um, like you mentioned, I talked about trying to conceive on my, my blog and on my YouTube channel. So I'm not afraid. I, I don't shy away from hard topics or taboo topics. In my mind, it's like they keep trying to silence us. We're not supposed to talk about the hard things yeah. of motherhood. Yeah. Right, An African right. mother is supposed to be all, oh yes, I want to have like 10 children. And oh, motherhood is like the best thing that have ever happened to me. And oh yeah, motherhood is not hard. And, all that and that's a bunch of crap. It's a lie, okay? Mm-hmm. And I didn't mind being that person to bring our stories. So I've done that What encouraged you to do I, that? What encouraged you to be that person? Um, no, I just saw a gap and decided to be there, to be that one. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I just I want uh, I just really wanted our stories to be heard. Yeah, and was it yeah. was it an and, easy and journey starting it? No, no, it wasn't. Like I said, it took me eight months from the beginning. Like when I started having the idea of a podcast, it took me eight months to actually do anything. Right. So I had the idea, um, and just sat on it, and then one day I'm like, eh, let me see if I can come up with topics for this supposed podcast and let me see if I have something there and I started writing out topic ideas and before I knew it I think I had like 40 topics for different episodes you know and I'm like huh I think I have something here yeah this might actually be a thing and then I think I posted on my uh instagram that i might be interested in starting a podcast and this one girl ball and lake sent a message like hey have you bought the domain name i was like um i'm just thinking about having a podcast to say buy the domain name i'm like eh, but just buy the domain name wow so i bought the domain i registered i got the google i got the instagram handle all of those things and they sat with me for eight months while in my mind i'm just planning yeah. Oh, I want yeah. it to be perfect. Oh, I don't know what kind of mic I I don't know what um, platform to host the podcast on. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know this and I don't know that. And I spent so much time thinking, thinking, planning, planning, just like you did. You know, yes. remember me and you yes. just yes. back and forth, yes. right? And then one day, I think it was like uh, a few days after Coco's second birthday party. I think a second birthday party. I was in my bedroom and I said, you know what, Amaka? You have been thinking about this podcast since last year. I have not done anything. I grabbed my phone. I grabbed Anchor, signed on, hit record, talked for, I think, 10, 12 minutes, hit publish, posted it i went to instagram hey guys i have a podcast it's called Bomio. <laughs> and, and that's bird. where it is um uh, right now we're up to 69 episodes hey hoping to hit, hoping to hit 100 episodes this year my more 100th episode this year so that's inspiration for me right there you know you'll as, get there like I'm, you you're I'm on a roll already done five you are on a roll every time i see those people i'm like ah, did he not just start this thing like two weeks ago what's this <laughs> like what, 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 what was all these <laughs> uh, what, 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 who's the like eh? a podcaster 
but that's dog is nonsense. I, I am so I'm so impressed. Like I I was already impressed with our content creation, but now that I'm actually entered, I've actually entered the space. I'm like, wow! How do these? How do you guys do it on a regular basis? Like, wow! It it's is a lot of work. Impressive. I mean, just to look at how some people are like just spewing out content and it all flows like you people you people don't have rest like how are you <laughs> at 2 a.m just bah, 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 right and and, and oh, I, you're doing it. it it it's 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 the process now and i'm learning that you know it's it, it's in me like even coming up with like the name and stuff like that i was like ah this is work old how can i and the more i'm in it i'm learning that there's a possibility to do more and be really creative with it so but you know from the outside looking in i it was always like oh wow those guys are really good you know that was my thinking uh, and and you guys are for everybody that i've seen uh do some great work brilliant thank you and you're doing amazing too and i'm actually i was really really impressed when i saw the youtube i was like he's not just doing like audio podcasts he's doing video but even me in my 70 episodes i'm not done I'm just like hey, don't worry. We're, we're, look, we're gonna get together. I need to make sure we get you going on the visual as well. We got. We'll. We'll. We're gonna. I want to be on. Look, I was on episode forty. Is it like forty-five or forty-six or something like that? I was yeah. on, and I was so excited about being on your on your episode, and it was so cool because I was like, eh, you know, maybe you know, a couple of people will catch it because you already have an audience. But I would the feedback I was getting, like folks were sending me messages on Instagram, like, wow, you did a really good job. I was like, what? Me? Um, <laughs> I was like, oh shucks. But that's just because I was on her show and I was questioning whether I could actually go out there and do one on uh, you know on my on my platform on, uh, as my own podcast. But now I'm starting to learn that listen, there's a guy out there that does he he'll he's on Instagram. And all he does is sings the alphabets A B C D. Oh yeah, that guy. He's <laughs> the alphabets of the numbers. The yeah, the numbers. He he does like he'll say Happy birthday, Happy yeah. birthday <laughs> to you, Snoop Dogg. Happy birthday. You know, and he does that, but he has an audience, right? Yeah. And he's just out there having fun. He he's probably goofing around with that, and now it's it's a source of income for him. You know, it, he's is the notoriety and all of that stuff. And for me, it's like I wanted to just do something where because I, I used to do some acting stage stuff and I always loved being on stage and I just never was creative on that side and I hadn't done anything. I was like, I need something to just at least give me a bit of an outlet. And so when I see your podcast and I see other people putting out podcasts and stuff, I thought at least let me just enjoy it. And I'm learning that there's so much there's so much room to create. And I, I, my proudest moment was my dad. He was like, you didn't send me the, this week's podcast yet. Like I'm Aww. waiting. And, and this was week two or three. And I was like, Oh, I'm sorry. He was like, I was like, did you subscribe? He's like, yeah, I did. I was like, just go, when you go back into YouTube or Apple, it'll, it'll let you know. He's like, okay, sorry. I didn't, I didn't check that because he hadn't been doing, he had done a couple of listened to a couple of podcasts here and there, mm -hmm. but he is like, so enamored in this and i think that i love that so much because you know that, my pops i that's i that's like i call him bp you know he calls me dp so like 
where you know like people be like eh you're in nigeria and you're saying do you have manners ah are you well you know but like he and i get to talk on so many levels and the friendship that we've developed wasn't like that as when as a kid because you know as a kid as a nigerian kid i was just afraid of my dad that was that was that was the only role that was really there afraid of him and then come ask for money sometimes but growing up like we've developed a friendship and i've gotten to to you know ask him the hard questions too like mm-hmm. maybe one day i'll try to get him on an episode but just Ooh. to know that we have that friendship and that relationship now as adults like we can talk business we can talk family uh and futures and stuff like that is this is helping me see that it's not limited to just when we talk business or other family stuff. Like yeah. That. He's like sitting I'm, there. I'm like glad that he's mind. listening and that he can give you feedback and that he's enjoying it. Yeah. And honestly yeah. though, like you're doing so well, you're doing really, really well. I'm very proud of you. Thank very, you. Very, very proud of you. I appreciate it. And I know how, like how much we talked about, like what topic would you have for the podcast remember like there was the third culture thing as well yeah that you actually tried to and then it just wasn't flowing and gelling for you yeah right yeah. but this one just seems to like just be your fit yeah and i'm glad that you found your fit and you're doing it and you're enjoying it and you're just pushing it so i'm very proud of you madame you, you are making me sweat here but you know, so you know what's really cool is that third third culture uh, theme is still within the podcast. So I I couldn't build it as a standalone, but I've been able to have real conversations, right, through this podcast where I wouldn't have been able to because it's easy for us to talk about music. And here we are. I don't know how long we've been on, and you need to like an hour, right? Uh, <laughs> you like I don't like we need to shut it down. But it's just so exciting. Like I, you and I have had long conversations like this before anyway, where, where we're like, we're so like locked in with each other. And I love that we can do this on this kind of a platform so that your friends, your circle can, you know, can see that the, the versatility they see in you is every, you know, it's in every space, like even jumping on somebody else's podcast. I know you've done it for other people, so there's nothing new. So you know, you have that versatility. And I love the fact that you're out here, you know, still firing off and I'm enjoying this. I can't wait. Hopefully, you know, you'll, you'll get enough of an audience from this that you'll be like, yeah, I'll come back for another episode so we can do something else again. But I love the fact that you're here. Um, sure. Listen, when I come back, we have to talk about Oh, facts. Like, like all things, all things, Michael. I've been holding off on it. Like I bought this, I have two, really great books on Michael Jackson that I, I'm like, I can't wait to do this episode. So when that time comes, I'm down. Like we'll, we will, we will rock that and one Let out. me just, just give a little bit of my, 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 my love for Michael. Just add a little bit. <laughs> do a little small, just, just small. <laughs> I'm so excited. Let, uh, before we end this, do you have any final thoughts? Um, I know we jumped all over the place. Uh, there are probably some other questions that we could have asked, but there'll be a part two. Like whenever we have another opportunity, we can talk about some other things. But do you have any final thoughts that you want to share with with uh, your listening audience before we shut it down? Um, What do I want to say to the audience? I don't know. Just keep enjoying music. Music yeah. is part of the soul of life. 
just whatever it is that you enjoy enjoy it absolutely right yeah everyone loves well i think everybody loves music no matter what genre it is enjoy you do you yeah indeed indeed well you guys heard it um happy that you got to hear uh eavesdrop on our conversation we've been friends for so long that this is not unusual what i'm looking for for you guys is to take this episode take the content if you're going through some kind of challenges find a way to 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 pull yourself out of it if it's through the right songs to get your mind in the right place or if it's by talking to somebody we didn't even talk about that but if it's seeking counseling i know i've i've gone to counseling uh for I, quite yeah, a while mm -hmm. yeah and it helps to 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 clear the, the clutter so don't feel like you're you're alone in any situation um i think it's essential that we address things head on and be honest about what it whatever it is and remember that no matter what path you're on no matter what the end result is that the joy truly is in the journey so don't let yourself go thank you guys for joining us again look forward to having you on the next episode but don't forget subscribe follow like share we need everybody to hear about this episode oh 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 before we go where can we find you i almost forgot where can we find you on the socials you can find me at mommy oyoyo m-o-m-m-y-o-y-o-y-o -O 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 on instagram twitter is like um and i think facebook and also my personal instagram is very dakara which is b-e-r-r-y-d-a-k-a-r-a -A -A -A. okay um i'm there on instagram i have a youtube channel as well that i'm trying to push back yeah. into existence and um also my blog verydakara.com which i'm also trying to um bring back as well but we shall see that's where you can find me i'm kind of fun i'm kind of fun just a little bit she, just a, little bit. a lot a lot we'll make sure we we uh put the uh put the uh handle uh for at least the instagram on the screen so that we can find you thank you again i appreciate your time um let's go enjoy life go find some music to lift your spirits the joy yep. is the journey Peace. i had a blast thank you darling Ooh.